0: Hi everyone, Rabbi Yisrael Bernath here. I got a voice note today uh, from an anchor, which hosts podcast Kabbalah for Everyone. You can actually leave a voice note for me. So someone left a voice note there today with a fantastic question. Her name is Ali and I love to play that question for you. And then I'm going to at least try uh, to start answering it. I don't know if I can answer the entire question today, but um, I'm gonna start answering it. Here's the question. Hi there, my name is Allie. I was listening to the podcast about reincarnation and I'm curious about the soul. Why are there so many humans on earth now and so many more souls? Where did the souls come from? Are we dividing, multiplying? And then do we each have to be reincarnated to have our? all of our purposes fulfilled. Thank you. So Ali, that is a fantastic question. Uh, that question will probably take a lot more to explain than I'm gonna have time today to talk about. But in any case, I'm gonna start the process. And I think that at some point, I'm gonna do a deep dive into reincarnation again, and there I'm going to really address it properly. So in order to start answering your question, we have to take a look at the beginning. The beginning would mean the first human beings, Adam and Eve, Adam and Chava. Adam is described in Bereshit in Genesis, in the beginning of creation, as primordial. Primordial means that Adam was both male and female, according to Kabbalah, the male and female were actually back to back one primordial person that was both comprised of male and female. Now physically or metaphysically speaking, this prototypical human being Adam was actually neither male or female. This prototypical human was both and kind of neither at the same time. So Adam becomes this synthesis of both the male and the female genders, similar but not completely the same as a hermaphrodite or an androgynous. So today, these two aspects of the male and female dynamic are present in um, human cells, those of men and those of women And considering that Adam was the first human being, the the father or the mother or the both of the whole human species, all humans can trace their DNA to this one ancestor, that they, or he, she, is the genetic embodiment of all further articulated gene sequences within the human being, or at least within the human line. Practically speaking, all people are understood by the Torah to be genetically related and descended from a single ancestral being, much like I would say modern biologists surmise that all forms of life ultimately descend through the process of evolution and various mutations from a single form of life. The general Torah principle is that physicality is a reflection of spiritual conditioning. As Adam is viewed as the material parent of humanity, this primordial Adam is also the spiritual beginning of humanity. So Adam's soul is this collective and universal soul from which all human souls emanate. We would call it a source soul or the ultimate master soul, according to Kabbalah. So this source soul from which all individualized souls are derivatives, Adam becomes this cosmic figure of sorts containing the elements of all the souls and every single person who would eventually be born. So within Adam is me and you. But if you can imagine, if Adam is our source soul, where are we down the chain of various souls and how that works? I'm gonna try to explain it, but I know that just for the sake of time today, I'm not gonna be able to explain the whole thing. All souls are contained within this source soul of Adam, this primordial soul. So once the eating from the tree of knowledge happened and following the ejection from the Garden of Eden, the sparks within the collective soul of Adam were scattered throughout all worlds and throughout all people. And ever since then, the purpose of reincarnation is to restore the integral wholeness of the root soul, creating what is called in Kabbalah a tikkun, a fixing, or an entonement of the mystical and primordial image of Adam, meaning humanity. So Adam, before eating from the tree of knowledge, was at one and unified, existing within the shade of the tree of life, basking within the glow of the light of the creator. Once Adam ate the fruit and identified with the reality of the tree of knowledge, which was really the reality of of duality, separation occurred. So before eating from and identifying with the tree of knowledge of good and evil, which represents the world of duality, which represents the world of balance, of opposites, the body and the soul of Adam, they were unified as one existence. There was no body and soul. There was just a body soul unified as one. There was no internal dichotomy. There was no separation between body and soul. Adam existed. In the garden of the tree of life, which is defined as the reality of wholeness, the reality of unity. And even within the physical reality itself, there was no separation. There was no separation between the primordial Adam and the world outside of the primordial Adam. The body of Adam stretched as it says in the Talmud, it stretched from one end of the earth to the other because it was one, it was unified, it was everywhere. And being unified with the tree of life, the reality of unity, Adam's body was a unified entity that whereas even his fingers weren't separated, but rather they were connected by skin creating like a mittened hand, as it were. The skin of Adam was transparent, was actually similar to fingernails that we have today. Interestingly enough, one of my favorite traditions within Judaism is the the tradition of doing havdalah, the Havtava ceremony at the end of Shabbat. And one of the things that we do in this beautiful, beautiful ceremony is we light uh, a candle that's made of two wicks, and we look at our fingernails in the candle. The reason why is because Adam and Eve ate from the tree on Friday afternoon right before Shabbat, and God was going to ban them from the tree of knowledge. Sorry, was going to ban them from the Garden of Eden Before Shabbat, but said, you know what? It's the first Shabbat. Let's have Shabbat together. But right after Shabbat, you're out. And so the moment Shabbat was over, they were out and it was dark. And so Adam took two flint stones, put them together, and made light. So light was created on Saturday nights. And so that's why we have the candle with two wicks. Now we look at our fingernails because the primordial Adam was made, was composed and comprised of this fingernail like um, uh, clothing. And so it was like the shining transparent skin that was all over Adam. And once at the primordial Adam was banned from the tree of knowledge, the, that was gone, that's why they were naked. And what was left were the, the nails, a, re- a remembrance of that on their fingers and on their toes. And so we look at our fingers to remember the, the Garden of Eden and where we were and what we were banished from. So back to your question, just a little side note. The, the primordial Adam, the, this body of Adam had the shining transparent skin And Adam's body was actually, according to um, most opinions, was even more brilliant than the light of the sun. And the eating of the tree of knowledge in Eden caused a shrinking, uh, a breaking apart of one of the great body soul that was one into myriads of shards and sparks of light. The once unified body of Adam became pixelated into multiple pieces. Each shared um, became another specific and finite soul spark. And these shards, these sparks are diminished from their original state for two reasons. One, they're no longer a single unified reality. And number two, as a result, their individual lights are not as potent as they were when they were part of the whole. So as a particular finite expression of the soul or, or for the, of the spark of this primordial body, this primordial atom, it becomes embodied in a physical form. So the task for us then becomes to fully actualize this distinct soul potential. One by one, through subsequent reincarnations, through lives lived, all the sparks become brilliantly bound together again. So when we live our life and we're able through our lives to completely express our soul, to completely express our spark, our particular shard of the soul of the primordial Adam, illuminated, the word that is used is Zahir. After this soul completes its journey through the physical life, the now illuminated soul returns to this great body of the soul of Adam, the primordial Adam, like it was before they were banished from the Garden of Eden. So after eating and internalizing this duality, the the body-soul as one of Adam fell apart. It became pixelated into many individual pieces, like, like a broken puzzle. That would be the best example I can give you, like a broken puzzle. And our job together is to recreate that body of Adam, to put back the pieces of the puzzle so that it can be brilliantly able to shine again. So each of us, have within us a little spark, so we all need to exist in order for each of us to be able to refine that particular spark of Adam. That's why there's so many of us, because there's so many sparks that have to be refined. Now, what I didn't get into today is the difference between master souls and multiple souls, and that dates back, um, according to most of the sources, to the uh, Sinai experience when the Jewish people stood at Sinai and received the Torah, according to um, our tradition, there were 600,000 people that were there. Each one of those people there were master souls, and we are multiples of those master souls. So therefore, each one of our souls was at Sinai. And so um, now that you understand this idea of kind of gathering the sparks and re kind of creating this primordial Adam, uh, like before before they were banished from the Garden of Eden, I think you have an idea, at least answering your question, at least the first part of your question, which is um, w- what happened and why do we have to have so many of us and what does reincarnation have to do with it? I think this all will be the next part of the question. So I hope this, uh, this helps you a little bit today and answered your question. I really love the the questions that come in. So please continue sending them. I love this community. Continue uh, spending time here together, learning together, growing together. And uh, Hashem should bless you with the spark of curiosity that always is within you. I'm Rabbi Yisrael Bernath. Have a fantastic, fantastic day.